Hi guys, I'm Megan Ernest, and I'm here today with my boyfriend, Brody Ibert, and we're going to be talking about loss and how to deal with it. Hey everyone. Um, so today we're just going to go over, first of all, the people that we've lost, um, how it affected us, and the methods that we use to heal and cope with our loss. The first person we're going to be talking about is my mother, who passed away of cancer July 8th, 2006. It was five days after my eighth birthday. And I remember sitting in the sunroom and my whole family was there. And my stepdad said to my grandmother, it's a horrible thing when a mother has to bury her child. And at that moment, I realized my mom had passed away. She had stage four melanoma for maybe a year or so. I was too young to really understand what was going on but I just remember crying for a really long time and I don't remember the days afterwards very well but I remember going um to New Orleans for the court-ordered therapy to see our therapist we were very nice and it actually helped a lot but um I really suffered from depression for a long time after that and I had seen a handful of therapists and I finally got on antidepressants, and it's actually been helping a lot, and it's not a shame, like, it's not a bad thing to get on antidepressants, it, it's okay, it's not like a stigmatized thing, it shouldn't be, but, um, my family, they kind of, everything changed, my aunt didn't come around as much, I mean, we still saw her, but, it was just all my cousins we weren't as close my little sister she was five and she didn't really remember my mom at all so when I talk about her it it hurts her knowing she never met her really um my grandmother had already lost two children before so she she didn't like thinking she doesn't like mentioning my mom just because she doesn't want to cry in front of people and my grandfather always held his tongue around us about it he never went to the cemetery with us or anything um but yeah and but um yeah mentally I was kind of I grew up pretty fast I'd say my dad wasn't really a good dad and he's still around but he's not like a dad, dad, um, but over time I learned that, you know, you don't really, the pain doesn't really go away, I guess, you just kind of shove it in the back of your mind, and it's always there, you might think about it at 3 a.m. every night, or you might not think about it for a week or two at a time, but eventually it does get better. All right, guys, so I'm going to talk to you all about the loss of one of my grandfathers um, who he lost a battle against Alzheimer's. It was pretty long. It was pretty bad. Um, I was he passed away in March of 2010, so I was um, just getting ready to be 13. Um, you know, it. 
their house was always the house that we went over and had, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas and all that at. So we, we were around him a good bit. And, um, just that, that household kind of tied our family together. So whenever we lost him, it was hard on everybody, you know, me and my, me and my brothers, we were obviously upset. I mean, we were still kind of young. Um, but you know, you could see it in, in my parents' eyes and, and, you know, whenever you're just talking to people and you mention his name, it kind of, everyone's kind of uneasy about it, you know, and it just kind of depresses everybody. Um, you know, it's one of those things I've never really, never really got to know him because whenever I was old enough to actually have an intelligent conversation, he, um, that's when he started his decline and I just remember going over there a couple of times and I do remember talking to him. Um, you know, he would ask how school was going, how, um, you know, how, how football was going and stuff like that. Um, and then it just slowly got worse and worse and to the point where the last couple of times I was able to visit him, he, uh, all he really could do was just sit on the ground with me and my brother and, you know, roll a ball around. Um, he couldn't really talk at that point. He didn't really remember hardly anything. So the only thing he really associated with us was, you know, rolling that ball around, which, you know, it made him happy. So it's not like we minded, you know, doing it. Um, it was just one of those things, you know, he, we lost him and it was really, really hard. And, you know, me and my brothers, we did go to a couple, you know, just counseling sessions and, you know, maybe not as many as we should have, but we just, I don't know, everyone copes different. I can't speak to how my, my brothers and my cousins coped with it, but I just, I like to remember you know, good things about the person. So that way I know that, you know, they lived a good life and that they enjoyed being around who they were around. And, you know, that everyone has a time where they, they have to leave this earth. So just knowing that they lived it to the fullest and, you know, they didn't have any regret, any regrets regarding you. That's, that's the only way I can really fine to cope with a loss like that so the next death we're gonna talk about is my grandfather we call him pops he passed away thanksgiving night um of 2017 around nine o'clock in the p.m <laughs> um he suffered a massive heart attack the doctor said he didn't really feel any pain and it happened really quickly so that's that was relieving to heal here but um he was like like I said before he and my grandmother raised me so he was like my dad and he was in charge of a lot of things around the household like paying bills <laughs> and my grandmother has no idea how to do that so there's just so much that needs to be done and being away at college does not help at all <laughs> But, you know, my aunt was, like, devastated, obviously. It was her dad. So was my grandmother. They've 
she and Pops had been married for 48 years. Um, my sister took it pretty hard considering she still lived at home. I've been away at college for like six months. Yeah. Yeah, yeah about six months. Um, so I guess I was kind of used to being away, but there's so much stuff like getting rid of the rabbits he would raise. We're trying down the two oak trees. <laughs> but, um, I mean, it'll get done eventually. But in the meantime, it's just taking stuff one day at a time and possibly some grief therapy. That would help. <laughs> um, but I know Brody knew him. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. I knew I knew Pops for, shoot, what, three and a half years mm-hmm. we've been together. <laughs> um and he was always one of the nicest guys you'd ever meet. Um, I mean, you always expect the father figure of your girlfriend to be that, you know, brooding, intimidating man. Um, and at first, he just, you know, at first he was pretty cautious about me. But um, me and him grew pretty close. Um, and, you know, he, he got to the point where he was, he was special to me, you know, and I, I could talk to him like a friend. Um, and I was, I was on my way home that night. Um, I was, I was driving home back up to Hattiesburg and I get a text message from, from Megan. And of course being, you know, a good person, I don't look at my phone too much while I'm driving. (laughs) Um, but I peeked at it just to see, you know, what, um, what it was. And all it was, was quote. Pops is having a heart attack, period. End quote. Um, yeah, end quote. Uh, so I was pretty confused because they were worried about me driving home that late. Um, even offered for me to stay that night. Um, so so it's like a metaphor, kind of like a... Yeah. Yeah, it was nothing serious, but... But, but yeah. But um, so I, th- I thought maybe Megan was like, oh, just Pops is worried and whatnot. Um... Then about what, maybe thirty minutes later, fifteen minutes later. No, it was like five. Like five it, it felt like fifteen minutes. Yeah, it was a um, while. Megan calls me in tears. Um, so then, of course, I'm in tears. <laughs> uh, so it was um pretty hard. It was pretty unexpected. It's just one of those things, especially something that's so unexpected. I mean, of course, pops wasn't. The, the youngest man in the world but it's still something that you don't expect and everything all of the responsibility all of the um you know final expenses even are very sudden and it is very overwhelming um but you just got to take things one one day at a time one step at a time and just don't forget to be there um for your loved ones you know uh I remember I sent a message to Megan's aunt, who was Pops' daughter, and just, you know, expressing my condolences and everything, and... And that meant a lot to her, actually. Yeah. In that hard time, yeah. Um, but the one thing that she made sure she told me was just be there for Megan. Yep. But, um, thanks guys for listening, and I'm sorry, this is sad. So...